there's no doubt about it. It was a good workout. I said, fuck it. You know what this gym membership was? $250 a month. And right away, I know, I said, it's got to be because of the towels. You know, nowadays, if you're a gym and you're selling towels, not selling towels, if you're dishing out free towels, your price per month immediately skyrockets. Take like Equinox, for example. It's a joke. It's an average gym. Equinox should be a $50 a month gym. What is it? $450 because they're dishing out towels. They're taking the road less traveled. They're, 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 they're washing towels and drying them every single day. So they think that you should spend another $400. Immediately skyrocket your price per month. Look, I like a good towel more than the next guy. No doubt about it. It's a great thing. But it shouldn't be used as a bargaining chip to ramp it up another couple hundred dollars. However, when he was doing his spiel, I said, wow, 250 He's like, yeah, well, you got a towel around your neck right now. That's pretty good, eh? It was. It was a good towel. But, but, but you know, that's their thing. So I said, the $250, I said, look, I got a really good workout. I, I, I mean, it's different. Fuck it. $250, I'm in. No doubt about it. Let, let's do it. I go to this class, guys. I throw up after every class. It, it's intense. I dread going. I throw up every time. And I figured I'm pretty much paying $250 to throw up my breakfast. If you go walk the circumference of that gym, there is locks and avocados just spattered around from it. And they said, yeah, you know, just give it some time. You'll get used to it. I threw up for my first two weeks. I said, oh, that's promising. So, look, I like it. I was getting a great workout. But the other day... I go in for my evaluation because they kind of like to tell, you know, the plan. They do a structured plan for for what they like for you. And I said, well, you know, what I'd really like to do is I'd like to, to weigh myself and see what I weigh now. He said, sure, come with me. I said, okay, I, th- I thought we might be going like back into the class or no. This guy takes me through two hidden doors and we walk up the stairs. I'm thinking, where the fuck are we? Are we using it? It's kind of in like, it looks like a, a, a dental office. There's just offices everywhere. I'm saying, are we using somebody's scale here? We go on to the second floor. We walk in through these doors. $250 never made so much sense in my life. They had a second gym. State of the art. You would think I'm training for the 4x100 in the Olympic Games. They're shipping me off to Tokyo in six months. They had a pool. They had these all types of simulators. Scales. I mean, post-workout, they had ice baths. I said, you mean to tell me this wasn't part of the tour on day one? You should skip the boot camp on on day one and just take me up to the scale. I've never seen anything like this, Grace. I mean, it was fascinating. $250 a month. That's a fucking bargain. I shit you not. They have their own doctor there. So God forbid you, 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 you're sore, you blow something out. You could go to the second floor and see Dr. Chu. I mean, I've, I've never seen anything like this. I said, Josh... If if I don't if I don't want to do the doctor plan, does that cheapen the the monthly rate? Does it make it like thirty dollars instead? Now every class I go to, 
I'm trying to bust a fucking hammy so I can go see Dr. Chu. Just because I can. I go to my 9 to 5 job and I tell him, look, I, guys, I may not need health insurance anymore. I got it covered in my gym membership. Every fucking day, Dr. Chu is just stretching me out. It's like I'm getting ready for game five of the NBA Finals. You know where you're kind of just like at half court and you see the trainer just stretching Anthony Davis out with the, the medical bands? Seems legit. I have Dr. Chu do it every fucking day. This is the best $250 I think I've ever spent in my life. You gotta see this upstairs. And I'm starting to get spoiled. I went up to Dr. Chu the other day. Mind you, I go after every class now. Chu may be getting sick of me. You're only really supposed to do it, you know, once every two weeks or so. I'm there every, every day. No way. I just walk right into Dr. Chu's office. I said, Dr. Chu, I got a chipped tooth on the back right molar here. Is there something we could do about this? He goes, Robbie, I'm not a dentist. I go, yeah, true, but you mean to tell me we don't have a dentist on the premises here? Dr. Chu, I'm paying $250 a month. Towels and an and a in-house doctor is not enough. Yeah, I got a headache and you got that taken care of last week. Somebody's got to take care of this back right molar. This thing may get worse and worse, Doc. This isn't covered in the membership. This gym is unfucking believable So I go, I do the boot camp, I throw up, Dr. Chu stretches me out, and then I go home. And that's the start of my day, every day. Mind you, by the time I come out, the sun hasn't even risen yet. It's a beautiful program. Got all day to do whatever the hell I want to do. Anywho, moving on. I tell you, Grace, this I don't, this boggles my mind. I'm in Starbucks the other day, which is just slowly turning into an absolute zoo every time you go in. I mean, some of the requests that people are going up to that poor cashier and giving now, it's bonkers. It's out of control. Yeah, let me get an ice caramel hubba bubba max spicy black cherry latte with two pumps of pumpkin spice. First off, ma'am, you can't pump pumpkin spice. And in case you weren't aware, pumpkins are not in season at the moment. Please step aside. Or if you want to order, order a fucking latte and keep it at that. I mean, it's ridiculous. But they do it. They do it. The cashier, the barista, they never say no. I always wanted to just walk up there and just act like I'm in a bar. Just, yeah, let me get a uh, Moscow mule. I'm sure that barista is going to hand me a tin cup with the friggin' Moscow mule. Three of those and I'm toast. They never say no. But I'm in the line the other day and the manager of the Starbucks, I'm like four deep into the line. The manager, while the barista's midway through making like six drinks, because You know, it's always busy. It's never slow at a Starbucks. It's always moving. So Cheryl, who was Chuck the Barista's backup barista, she was supposed to fill the 10 a.m. slot, now informs them that Cheryl's no longer coming. So Chuck is fucking pissed. And to be quite frank with you, I don't blame Chuck. Because these baristas, you talk about a tough gig. 
It's nonstop, just moving. To me, it's like Chipotle times 10. Because you also have these ridiculous requests that come in. I, I, I mean, I, I saw the lady the other day. Yes, sir, can I, get a, can I get my latte with two pumps of classic? But on the second pump, can you direct that pump towards the side of the cup so it slowly makes its way down the cup for the duration of my coffee? So that if I start if I start drinking this coffee at 10 a.m., by the time 10:20 a.m. hits, that pump of classic is still making its way slowly down the cup of coffee. So Chuck is fucking livid because now he knows he has one hell of a day in for him. But at the same time, what really blows me away is they then have somebody de- designated just to pastries. So that's all that person is doing. You got the cashier. You got the pastries, and then you got the Chuck and the should-be Cheryl, the two baristas cranking out all the drinks. It's got to be a different hourly pay because the pastry guy has it easy. That's a fucking cakewalk. You know, you just kind of pop it in that conventional microwave oven, that power microwave thing they got. It's like a little fucking time machine that just blasts the shit out of your egg muffin. So at the time that the manager lets Chuck know that Cheryl calls off, I'm thinking that pastry Patrick now is going to have to step up to the plate and work both sides of the spectrum. So now Patrick is going to have to kind of do half pastry duty, half barista duty. It's got to be, right? Patrick's got to step up to the plate. Or else you're looking at some long-ass waits for lattes. Patrick never did it. Patrick stayed in front of the power microwave. So he stays designated to this thing. I think it's fucking ridiculous. If they're if they're getting the same pay, that is ludicrous. It's like the punter getting the same pay as the quarterback. You can't have it. It just doesn't make any sense. He just stands in front of the microwave all day. That's what I do to my hot pockets. I just watch the clock tick down. But then as soon as they... Mind you, these microwaves don't fit a hundred different muffins. It fits two blueberry muffins. And they sit in front of this thing like they're stressed out. And then by the time it's ready, they put it in the two different bags. And they act like they're exhausted when they're calling the name out. Just so that the barista doesn't get upset that they're not doing any work. It's like, yeah, I gotta... uh, I got a chocolate muffin for, for Zachary, and then, and then I got a toasted bagel for, for Lewis, toasted bagel for Lewis. It's like, no, the person that's really exhausted is really Chuck. Chuck's getting thrown through the ringer here. And then the customers always got their own, they got their own cup that they want you to put it in. That always bothers me. They bring their own recyclable cup. I think that's fucking obnoxious. I really do. It's like your first day playing for the New York Yankees. You show up to the locker room. You tell the equipment boy, no, I don't need a jersey. I got my own. I actually bought one as a fan at the stadium when I was 12. I prefer to just use that. It fits me better. It's like going to the steakhouse and bringing your own cast skillet. 
and be like, hey, um, yeah, let me do the uh, let me do the porterhouse for two, but can you hand the chef this skillet? I prefer it to be cooked in my own. And then maybe just put the, the skillet in like a to-go bag when the steak is done or something. Do you have a dolly that I could put this heavy-ass skillet on? I mean, it's crazy. But these pastry guys at Starbucks, they're getting away with murder. So I just sit my coffee. I just watched Chuck just get thrown through the ringer. He was so fucking pissed at Patrick the pastry guy. I don't blame him. It's night and day. There's no union in Starbucks. So let me tell you, you put a union in Starbucks, there's no way that Patrick's getting away with this shit. Something just boggles my mind, Grace. We're going to go ahead and keep episode 32 here of the Brilliantly Dumb Show moving on. Well, Grace Ibrahim, if I'm not mistaken, last time I checked, it is indeed time for everybody's favorite segment of the show. If we could just go ahead and trouble you just for a little bit of a drum roll, please, there, Grace. It's the Ass Bob segment. Week after week after week, I tell you fine folks, file in, submit your questions. What do you want to know? What do you want to learn? Ask Bob. Something on your mind? Ask Bob. What do you got for us, Grace Ibrahim? Our first question come... Screw you, Grace. (laughs) Screw you. Well, Grace, send me the question from none other than Jersey Jerry. Out of Coldwell, New Jersey, Jersey Jerry would like to know, Rob, where do you see the Pittsburgh Steelers going next year? Who do you see them drafting in the 2020 draft? And is Ben Roethlisberger a Hall of Famer? Jesus Christ, Jersey Jerry. Jesus Christ, Jersey Jerry. Not everybody's so fixated on what the Steelers are going to do with their 2020 draft pick. I mean, I'm just going to drown these people in purple and gold, Jerry. This f- Jesus. I don't know, Jer. I mean, I, I mean, look, Ben Roethlisberger's a great quarterback. Couple rings on his finger. I, I would put him in the Hall of Fame if it makes you feel any better. Put him in the Hall of Fame. But Jesus, Jerry. You know, with that, no, what I will say, I, I will go ahead and tell you folks who I like to win the Super Bowl. I like the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl 85-65. to 65. I think it's just going to be an absolute fucking shootout. I think Patrick Mahomes may throw 55 passes in the Super Bowl. I really do. I mean, I just think it's going to be nonstop. I think both teams are just high-octane offenses. I think it's going to be an incredible Super Bowl. Um, but my my true my true blue pick is going to be Kansas City 41, San Fran 28. I think Kansas City gets after them early, forces Jimmy Garoppolo and that high-octane run offense to go away from the run. Move back into the shotgun, have to throw the ball maybe 35 times in the game. I think that gives advantage Chiefs. I like the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Jersey Jerry likes the Steelers for the next 10 years in the Super Bowl. It's been an action-packed show, folks. Now, we take, unfortunately, 
We take next Tuesday off. Bobby gets an off week. We are gearing up for week one with Bro Bible and Horseneck Media. That starts February 3rd. So we take next week off. We come out all guns blazing, pedal to the metal with Bro Bible. Better audio quality. You're going to have a visual. We're doing the whole nine yards. We're ready to just ramp this thing up. Couple more call ins from Jersey Jerry. And we're ready to keep this train rolling. In the meantime, we're off to New York, then to Jupiter, Florida to see Ma and Pops. Look to deliver you some content there. Stay tuned to the Instagram. Folks, we will see you not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that. Until next time, I'm Big Game Bob. That's Grace Ibrahim. Thank you for listening to episode 32. We will see you shortly. Take care now, folks. the drill by now you sure as hell should because we do this Tuesday after Tuesday after Tuesday and sometimes we drop a pot on a Friday happy Friday boys and girls we got a wonderful episode prepared for you today I believe we're on again I told you I lost track at about episode 25 I believe this is episode 32 could be wrong who really gives a shit I'm Big Game Bob. That's Grace Ibrahim behind the glass on the ones and twos. Speaking of glass, you know what I like to clean glass with, Grace? None other than Windex. Whip it, wipe it, clean it, spray it. My dear God, I put that on everything. Anywho, moving on, we're going to jump right into this now for, for our sports segment. We're doing kind of a wild card here today. One week before the Super Bowl, um, I'd like to go into the different odds uh, different things that you could bet on coming up Super Bowl Sunday. That's always fun. So we'll jump into that, kind of go down the list there. What I mean by wild card is we, we've had a fan DMing us and emailing us left and right just nonstop about getting on the show. I don't know why he wants on the show. I don't know. Apparently he's a big Steelers fan. I don't know what he wants to talk about. Um, from New Jersey, so I'm always going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I did go on his Instagram. He's got an unbelievable New Jersey voice. So we got to let that roll. So I figured let's have him on the show. You're going to be listening to a guy we call Jersey Jerry. So we're going to give Jersey Jerry a call. Let him say what he wants to say. We'll see how long this goes. Um, but let's give Jersey Jerry the benefit of the doubt. I believe he's from Caldwell, New Jersey. Let's go ahead and call in to Jersey Jerry. Mr. Jerry. Jerry, how are you? Jersey Jerry, you're on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Welcome aboard. Bobby. Hey, listen. I've been trying to gain contact with you for the last eight months. It's a little late, Bob. 
Jerry, Jerry, how were you? Was it for the Ask Bob segment? Were you DMing us? Because Grace just got a hold of these. I don't know what line you were hitting us on. We don't, we don't have, Grace, do we have, I don't think we have a call-in line, Jerry. Listen, Bob, forget about the call-in line. Maybe check the Instagram messages, Bob, for the last eight months to a year. How about that? Jersey Jerry, about I, that? <laughs> Jersey Jerry, I do apologize here. You are now on the Brilliant Dumb Show let it rip, my man. Anything you want to know, fire away. What do you want to talk about, Jersey Jerry? Listen, I'm just tired of getting disrespected, Bob. Not only me, but, you know, I'm a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? And I noticed, listening to your podcast, because I'm a friend of the pod. Good. Listen, I haven't heard one Doesn't thing Doesn't sound about like it right now, Jerry. Well, I am a friend of the pod, but that might change soon. Listen, I've been wanting to talk to you about this Steelers team. I know we're not in the playoffs right now. But this defense is built to win. If we had been this year, Bob, sky's the limit. We got a top five defense. He would have brought us to the Super Bowl. Jerry, we're talk- talking Jerry, about Jerry. We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Bob, yeah, Bob. For the last eight months, I've been trying to tell you about them. Jersey, Jerry, you don't have a quarterback right now. How are you going to win a Super Bowl? Listen, Bob. Ben is back right next year. Okay, he's back. They added Minka Fitzpatrick. They got a top five defense. How about a little love for T.J. Watt, huh? Maybe a, a candidate for defensive player of the year. How about four pro bowlers on defense, Bob? How about Joe Hayden? Let's get a, get a, get a little love for Joe Hayden there. Huh? Jersey Jerry, Jersey Jerry. T.J. Watt is exceptional. So is Lawrence Taylor. You could put him as a D-lineman as well. It doesn't mean anything if you don't have a quarterback, Jersey Jerry. Listen, I'll tell you this. One thing right now. If Big Ben has a bad year, you know, first four games, let's say, have you looked at Mason Rudolph? He's built like Brady. Look at his legs, Bob. He's six foot five. The, the legs look exactly like Brady. Jerry, Jerry, I, I, I'm sorry to take you away from the Steelers, but I, I, I got to ask you because I did click on the Instagram and I love the voice, Caldwell, New Jersey. Love it. I would bet my life, Jerry that you call in to Mike Francesa and those type of shows. You just sound like it, for better or for worse, good or bad, take it whatever way you want. But I would guarantee you call in the Sports Talk Radio. Of course. How about, <laughs> how about, you, ask, how about you ask Will Kane about me, huh? Maybe. What, how about Dave Portnoy? How about ask those fellas about me? They never give me respect, Bob. Never. So so let me ask you, have you the Will Kane show, I don't even know, does he play on ESPN? Bob, he's he's on ESPN, ESPN News every day from three to six, Bob. So from three to six, Jerry, how often do you, how what's your average wait time when you call into these shows? My average wait time on that show probably about two hours, and then once they they know, hey, it's Jerry calling, they don't take my call sometimes. So just Jerry, like you, Bob. Let me just let me like get this you. straight. You no, I'm taking your call, Jerry. I'm taking your call. Yeah. One time in the last eight months, Bob. I can't talk Pittsburgh Steelers Tuesday after Tuesday, Jerry. Come on now. Give me the benefit of the doubt here, kid. I, I give you the benefit of the doubt this one time, Bob. But how about this? I see you I see you giving LeBron some love, Bobby Baseline. I've seen that. How about come to Pittsburgh, Bob? How about how about maybe fly Jerry, out to Pittsburgh and see those boys? Jerry, huh? I got no intention of going to Pittsburgh right now, but I for what? You make me sick, Bob. <laughs> Jerry, what am I going to see? A Pirates game? What? 
Come on. How about you see a top flight defense? Stop talking about Saquon, okay? Jerry, Jerry, let me ask you something, Jerry. When you call in the Will Kane, those two hours, what are you doing during those two hours, Jerry? Bob, I'm pacing back and forth, Bob. I'm walking up and down the block. Do you got a nine to five, though? I got a nine to five. I got a union job. (laughs) Okay, all right, all right. I respect that, Jerry. Little blue collar Jerry. A little blue collar action for Jerry, but I'm pacing back and forth, Bob. I'm calling up my buddy saying, this is ridiculous. All I want to talk about is a real team, okay? And this team gets no love here. And for the last five years, I've been getting hate from everywhere I go. I got a Steelers Jeep tire, okay? I, I'm driving down the freeway one day. Some guy beats the horn, rolls down the window, gives me the middle finger. Jerry. Fuck the Steelers. Jerry. That's what? disrespect, Bob. Jerry. Union job or not, you can't spend your days waiting two hours for Will Kane. If you want to wait for somebody, wait for Stephen A. Smith. Wait for Colin Coward. What the fuck are you doing waiting two hours for Will Kane? That's like paying $500 and standing in a four-hour line to go see, I don't know, Jason Derulo? I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even give Stephen A. Smith the benefit of the doubt of me calling his show. I don't like that guy. I never did. He's a steal. He calls himself a Steelers fan, Bob. He's bashing Mike Tomlin a couple months back. Who's that? That ain't no fan, Bob. Listen, Jerry, here's what we'll do. We will, when the NFL season is back up and running, okay, we will call you every Monday, or in case they play a Monday night game, we will call you Tuesday. We're going to give okay. you a solid two minutes to talk Steelers, and after that, Bob, we'll that's... flash the lights. Well, that sounds great to me, Bob. I couldn't ask for nothing better than someone showing a little respect on this team, Bob. All right, and Jerry, if somebody wanted to go follow you on Instagram and follow your calls in from 9 to 5, what is the Instagram they do call you at? The Instagram is JerryTheKid21. <laughs> I got that nickname in college, Bob, because Jer- I walk around Jersey Jerry. Jersey Jerry, what, what is your last name? My last name is Gilphone. G-I-L... <laughs> F as in Frank, O, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, Bob, Gilphone. Well, Jerry, I got to tell you, we are very happy to have you as a friend of the pod. Anytime you want to call, I'm going to give you Grace Ibrahim's direct contact line. You just give her a call. Let her know it's Jersey Jerry, just like you do on the Will Kane Show. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. All right, Jerry. Go Steelers, buddy. Go Steelers. Have a good day. Take care. Take care, Jerry. Well, Grace, that is one hell of a way to start the show. I got news for you. I happen to really like Jersey Jerry. I think if we can find a way to get Jerry off of just going with the Steelers stuff, I think we we, we got a gold mine in Jersey Jerry. I, I went over to his page, and when I heard that voice, it just stuck because it just reminded me of just being in the car, listening to New York Sports Talk Radio, and just hearing some of these guys call in and just some of these preposterous statements. I, I I think we really got something in Jersey Jerry here, Grace. I mean, call me crazy, but I really do. He's an interesting cat. Yeah, the Howard Stern kind of has his whack pack. I got my Jersey Jerry. I'm sticking to my guns. I had no issue calling Jersey Jerry again. What was his last name? It was about as Italian as can get. But anywho... I want to run down just a couple with the Super Bowl coming up. This is one of my favorite things to do is the different prop bets you can make 
on the Super Bowl. It, it's always something fun to see. I was just taking a look at this. Just just to get you started, one of the first prop bets you could take is who is the first person the winning quarterback thanks in their on-field post-game interview? God plus 800, wife and family plus 160. Whosoever wife it is, probably not very happy with that line. Teammates minus 160, coach plus 700. Look, it's a shame Tim Tebow is still not in the league. If Tim Tebow happened to be playing in the Super Bowl, my goodness, if you get a winner out of him, God's got to be minus 6,000. I mean, that's just such a guarantee. Um, I mean, some of these are just, just absolutely preposterous. This is one of the most intriguing ones to me that I, I think has a lot of value to it. Total tweets from Donald Trump on Super Bowl Sunday over under nine and a half. Now, I, I just, I don't see there being any way Donnie Boy goes over nine and a half. I don't think Adam Schefter's going over nine and a half during trade deadline season. That's a shit ton of tweets from Donnie Boy. Now, if you want to go over, you just gotta, you gotta hope you kinda, he catches his groove and just gets, gets loose with those thumbs. But I do not see Donald Trump going over nine and a half tweets. That's ten fucking tweets. He's got to like not even watch the game to be tweeting that much. Iran's got to declare war on us or something. And even if Iran did declare war on us, you may get five tweets out of that if you're lucky. Maybe another two or three on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, a lot's got to fall into place to hit the over. Grace, I just think the under on that is a sure thing. Now, here's another one. The number of typos in Donald Trump's tweets on Super Bowl Sunday. Throughout the day, over under .5. So, one typo wins you the money. Now, if you're going to hit the over on 9.5 tweets, you likely could hedge your bet or double down on the over of typos. Because if he's... If he's putting in nine and a half tweets, if he if if Donald if Donnie Boy tweets ten times, I like my odds on one of those being a typo. So if you're gonna go the over route on total tweets, highly recommend you might as well go with the typos. You got if he's pumping out ten tweets, you're gonna get some type of typo in there. You have to, you have to. I mean, some of these are just. Really interesting to see. Will a play that Tony Romo predicts result in a touchdown? Fascinating stuff. Something to keep your eyes peeled on. One of the ones that I love, and I love to to go with it, is what color Gatorade will be dumped on the coach's head. Now, if you predict Kansas City to win, you have water at plus 250, Cancel that bet because Andy Reid's not getting dumped water on him. I love the value you're getting at plus 400 for Orange Gatorade going on the coach. I just think the NFL is an Orange Gatorade league. I think it always has been. Take the Orange Gatorade plus 400. Great value. In the meantime, Grace Ibrahim, we are moving on.
So, Grace, I, I told you, like, when I need a new barber or a dentist, whatever it may be, I like to tell the entire community that I, I'm in the market for whatever it may be. Like, when I was in the, the market for a cleaning lady, I let everybody know, and I ended up getting Rona and Nona, and it worked out. I just like to let people know. So, I decided I wanted to change up gyms because my workout was getting kind of repetitive you know, there just wasn't much spice. I feel like my even my body's just kind of used to it. You're just kind of going through the motions. So what did I do? I let the community know I am in the market for a new gym. And my cousin, Scott, got me. He said, look, I, I got the great best gym. You won't turn back. 100% got to do it. He said, all right. I said, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a try. Can you give me one of those free uh, free classes? It's kind of, it's like a boot camp. I said, fuck it, you know, it sounds good. Till they tell you what time the boot camp starts, 5.30 in the morning. I said, Scott, I haven't seen what this earth looks like at 5.30 in the morning since I was a newborn. And I was probably coughing up 2% milk at that point as well. 5.30 in the fucking morning, you're going to send me to go do burpees and shit at some boot camp? I showed up. I got up, I went 5.30 in the morning, walked right on into the class. It was a good class. You know, they got like a trainer and everything. It, it was good. I enjoyed it. You know, they keep you motivated. So I go out and I talk to the guy who's going to give me the spiel on why I should join the gym. I'm always a sucker for it. I, I don't know why. If you get me in the office, I'm buying. Doesn't matter how much. I, I, I at least act interested. I'm buying. I'm buying. 